Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. truth. <laughs> welcome, welcome. You now listen to the transparent truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Five Star Friday with my man Greg Biggins. GB, what's good? What's good? How are you? I'm doing good, man. We have a terrific interview. Uh, we're talking Adidas 707 National Invitational Tournament. Is it the national championship? How do they call it? What do they call that thing, GB? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it, it is a national event. I think to, to qualify for this one, you have to eat, you know, pitch in the top four in a, in a regional. So, I mean, shoot, there's kids from Florida, from Texas, from, you know, Midwest Boom is out here. Hawaii's out here. Arizona's out here. Uh, it's loaded. It's going to be really, really strong. So we got our guy, B. Huff, coming on. But before we get to that, GB, we got to remind people about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, and we're back. GB, anything uh, you want to talk about really quickly before we kind of get into this interview with B. Huff? Absolutely not. More <laughs> B. Huff, less of me. It's always a good thing, so let's just jump right to the GOAT. All right, now we'd like to bring on the show a returning guest. I don't even know how I call this guy a guest. It's kind of the third leg of our two-man race. A GOAT himself, B. Huffman, 247 Sports, Brandon Huffman, five-star restaurant connoisseur. B. Huff, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I I can't, you know, when you give me a title like that of the fast, the the restaurant connoisseur, you know, it's hard to, to do anything as well as I do restaurant picking. Well, you're you're kind of like Apollo Creed, man. When they brought him in in Rocky IV, he's a, the master of disaster, the sheep of the West. That's you. A lot of yeah, years, except Apollo preparing. died in Rocky IV. So I don't know. If, I don't know if I like that comparison. Well, as far as the introduction, GB, come on, man. Yeah, that was more Rocky. That was more Rocky too. <laughs> okay. Come on now. Hey, Hop, let's talk football. Yes. Um, so we have the big Adidas National Tournament this week. I'm not sure what the proper title of it is, but uh, it's huge. We got 32 teams from all, all over the country, not just California, not just NorCal, SoCal. But we got teams from Florida, New Jersey, Midwest. Boom. We got Louisiana. We got Hawaii. We got 
Texas. They're coming from all over. We got Nevada. We got Arizona. So let's just break these down. I'm going to throw some names out, uh, some names out there, and you can kind of just give us uh, maybe some guys to watch. Maybe ask your prediction at the very end. Who is your pick to click? Who's going to win this thing? Uh, let's do that. So let's start off with. I'm looking at your email. And I don't know if it's a coincidence, coincidence or not, but the team at the very top of your email just happened to be a couple Washington teams, huh? So I'm going to start you off with, with our guy Tracy Ford, FSP Blue Chip, FSP Five Star. Who are the best of the best from those two Washington teams, huh? Well, I think on their Blue Chip team, you know, that's their their big time team. Or I'm sorry, that Blue Chip is their uh, that that's their elite team. So that's you know the team that's pretty loaded with 2020 guys. You got G Scott. Uh, who's been terrific on the seven-on-seven circuit this spring? You've got Aiden Hector, another 2024 20, star um, quarterback. Is Aiden Ziamos? He's not a real big kid, uh, probably not a real high-level recruit, but he's been fantastic on the seven-on-seven circuit. Uh, you've also got guys on on the defense like Fabrice Boyne, who's actually from Southern California. He plays for uh, uh, Xavier Prep out in Palm Springs, but flies up and, and works out with FSP. Uh, so those are kind of the, the main guys. And then one of the guys who I think might be the most electric player in the state of Washington reminds me of Vernon Adams a lot because he plays quarterback for his high school team uh, at Union High School, and that's Lincoln Victor, who's a slot receiver and knows he's a receiver at the next level. And some schools like him because he is so dynamic. He's another one kind of you got G. Scott, who's your big physical receiver, and then you got Lincoln Victor there in the slot. I know they were knocking on the door of a huge upset in the semifinals of the West Regionals a couple weeks ago that you were at, Greg, uh, when they played premium and, and had them on the ropes. And I think it was what a defensive stop that kind of turned the momentum and gave premium that one-point win. But uh, Blue Chip is very good and very young. And then speaking of young, you look at their five-star team. They've got four guys that were freshman All-American this last year, including Sam Heward, who's the son of former NFL quarterback Damian Heward, uh, and the nephew of Brock Heward. He's a, the national freshman of the year. Uh, you've got Julian Simon, who was a uh, freshman All-American athlete out of Lincoln High School. And then JT2 Malau, who I think is the top prospect in the state of Washington, regardless of class in the 2021 class, also playing on that team. So their team that, you know, you combine some of those younger guys on blue chip with those guys from five-star next year, we may be talking about the team that's the favorite to win. Uh, but those two teams, I expect blue chip at least to, to make a pretty decent run in this tournament. I was there on the sidelines for that game against gas. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one thing I don't I don't like about the rules in the tournament was you get points for three and outs, defensive stop. I was man, you get points for scoring. That's how it should be. But no, FSP was up the whole entire game. And one thing I know is watching Tracy's team that a lot of different events, man, those guys are so fired up to play in every single game. It's almost like they're Super Bowl. They get so jacked up and they play so hard. Whereas a lot of SoCal teams almost look like they're bored. But uh, in that game, like you mentioned, man, FSP was up. And then uh, premium won because they got a they got a late three and out on defense, and that was the game right there. So um, tough break. That was a semifinal loss. Let's keep it in the Northwest. Top, we have Team Lillard and E Force, uh, a couple teams out of Oregon. What do you know about those two teams? Yeah, so Lillard's got a, a couple players that, that I really like. One is a new recent Oregon State commit, Anthony Gould, who we saw up at the uh, the San Francisco combine, or the San Francisco, sorry, opening. And he was one of the three fastest guys there, was in the fastest man competition as well. Just committed to Oregon State about two weeks ago. Another dynamic player, not a real big kid, but pretty explosive as a return man. Uh, probably more of a slot receiver at the next level. Uh, then they've got Ethan Long at quarterback. He's got a couple of SDS offers, but a guy that I think at school is getting a chance to see 
see him throw in the spring, will like what they see. Then you go down to uh, to E-Force, and, and they're pretty young. You know, They had some good talent last year. In fact, Lillard had a lot of talent last year and ended up having guys go on to USC, to, I'm sorry, to Notre Dame, to Oregon. Uh, I believe they had somebody go to Washington. I mean, they, they were a first year and they had a lot of talent, but a lot of those guys graduated. So they're, you know, they've still got some talent, but E-Force is kind of the team that, that really got hit by graduation. And now they return uh, a lot of guys, but they're younger as well. Two guys that are in the top 247 for 2020, Jalen John and Silas Starr guys uh, that I really like. And then he also got a, uh, a really good linebacker in that 2020 class, John Miller, who's got a couple Pac-12 offers already. So both of those teams are kind of more uh, going through a youth movement right now. Last year was a great year in the state of Oregon. This year, not as good of a year in the state at the 2019 class of 2020. And I think both those teams kind of, their rosters reflect that. So Huff, talking about Team Oregon and, and Team Lillard, just for those who, those of you who you know don't know, uh, why don't you break down what is that relationship, Team Lillard, and the great NBA point guard, Dane Lillard. Yeah, so Dean Lillard's brother, uh, Houston Lillard, who was a former player at Laney College and then played at a Division II school in the Midwest, uh, Team Lillard is actually an AAU basketball team, uh, but Dane's brother, Houston, is a football guy and wanted to do a seven-on-seven team. And being that, you know, Adidas is in Portland and being that Dane Lillard is important, he got his brother to get a team together. And so that is the relation there. Uh, Houston played for the legendary uh, former Skyline coach and Laney College coach, John Bean, who I know you know really well, Greg. Yep. Uh, and yep. he's, a, he's a Bay Area guy, uh, but he's now up in the Northwest and, and has some talent up there. And obviously the Lillard name is gold in the Portland area right now. And that's why they had such quick success last year, attracting some top talent. Dude, how good is Sticking Dane Lillard shot my Lakers out of the gym a couple of weeks ago. That was painful to watch, but happy for the Lillard clan, other than when they're playing the Lake Show. Hey, let's talk Nevada football, Huff. All-American pride and phase one. Phase one, obviously, we saw a bunch of their dudes at, dudes at the Nike camp and freaky Darnell Washington, but what do you know about those two teams out of Nevada? Yeah, so All-American Pride actually won the tournament last year in Vegas. They were the home team. Uh, I believe they made it to the championship game of the Pylon Tournament and lost to Tucson Turf last year. And then two week, or a week later, ended up winning that team. They had a quarterback, a local kid from uh, Vegas last year who ended up signing with UNLV. Not a lot of real star power on All-American Pride, but... As we've seen numerous times in 7-on-7, seven seven, they just are a good team. So they lost a lot of guys at graduation. They still got some dudes. Maurice Hampton uh, is one probably the, the name that is most commonly talked about right now in the recruiting circles. Uh, Kyle Boudry as well is another guy. But obviously, phase one is loaded. And again, we talked about kind of how young the other teams from Oregon were. That's how phase one is. A lot of these guys are players from Bishop Gorman that are part of this team. Micah Bowens, who's taken over for Dorian Thompson Robinson, is their quarterback. But they got a lot of young guys on that team uh, as well. Uh, the big tight end, Darnell Washington, who I think is from Desert Pines, who, like you mentioned, we saw him at the Nike camp a couple weeks ago. Just physically really impressive. Uh, they've also got a couple other guys from his team. Cameron Wiley, who's a 2019 kid. Uh, they've also got Greg Oliver, who played at Bishop Gorman as a sophomore, was at Sarah last year. Now he's back in Vegas. He's playing over at Faith Lutheran. He's on that squad as well. So, you know, phase one is a good team that I think, uh, you know, may take some lumps this year because they're they're more on the youthful side. But, uh, you know, All-American Pride does come in 
as the defending champions. And as we saw in Vegas earlier this year with Tucson Turret, that didn't have a lot of elite high major talent. They still won because they're great seven on seven teams. So all American prize right now, they have the, the pride, uh, no pun intended, of being the defending <laughs> national champ. I like that. I like where you're going with that, Huff. And, and that there is a big difference between seven-on-seven football and 11-man football. And I, I've seen it. Some teams just have really good, you know, seven-on-seven offenses that run a lot, you know, a lot of pick plays. They kind of make, you know, roll the quarterback out a little bit, a lot of Duncan and Duncan, stuff that maybe you can't get away with in, in real football. But I've seen teams that will out-scheme and, and just outwork teams with, with more talent and win a lot of these seven-on-seven events. So it's not just about who has the most star power, uh, as you just mentioned. Hey, State 48 out of Arizona, really good-looking team. Who are some guys that we should be watching for from that squad? Well, they've got a good, as good of a pass-catch combination as you're going to find in this tournament. I think when you look at you know Jacob Conover, he was the MVP up at the Oakland, at the San Francisco Nike camp last month, and then his big tight end, Braden Labrock, who is fantastic. I know GBU were raving about him when you got a chance to see him uh, both earlier at the Nike camp, but as well when you saw him at Cal Lutheran a couple weeks ago. Fantastic kid, big body kid who kind of reminds me of a, a lot of, a, of like the Zach Ertz type, those, those Stanford tight ends, Caden Smith, where he's big, he's physical, but he can run and he's a smooth runner, smooth patch catcher. Um, they've also got Noah Pola Gates, who's one of the top safeties out on the West Coast, playing with them. Uh, the one guy that they're not going to have, who I'm sure they would have loved to have had for an event like this, is Kelly Ringo, who's the number one cornerback in the country in the 2020 class. He's got a track meet. He's an elite track guy, and he's got a track meet on Saturday, so he won't make it out. But State 48 still has plenty of talent, obviously with Conover, with Flybrock, and with Noah Poli Gates. So there's, there's plenty of talent on that team, but we've seen in 7-on-7, seven seven, and when you have an elite lockdown corner, he can make such a huge difference. So that's a guy that I think they would have loved to have had for a tournament of this caliber. Amen to that. Hey, let's jump to the Bay Area. We can't go through every single team, but we have to mention our guy, Nate Kenyon, KT Prep, out of the Bay Area, as mentioned. Uh, Nate always has those guys ready to go. How good is this team? You saw them in Vegas. Uh, yeah. I believe they won a big tournament, I want to say one or two weeks ago, a NorCal tournament, but uh, who should we be watching from KT Prep? Yeah, they've actually won a couple tournaments in the Bay Area this year, and they were undefeated in Vegas until a unfortunate altercation had the two teams that were in the altercation eliminated. But they played well out there, and part of that was because they have Austin Jones, who's the top running back out west in the 2019 class. He's actually checking out Stanford for the second time this week, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, but he's a just a fantastic football player. Loves to not make. He plays some defense. He's so good in the open field. And he, you know, he's a running back. And how many times have we seen running backs be relatively useless when they're being used in seven on seven? And Austin Jones isn't like that at all. Then another guy who you know, I think both of us have just fallen in love with this spring, getting a chance to see him uh, in Vegas and also seeing him at the San Francisco Nike camp. And that's Tristan Sinclair, the four-star athlete. Could be a linebacker, could be a safety out of San Ramon Valley up in Danville. He'll be down this weekend and a player that I'm really looking forward to seeing again in this context because he, he's such a, a good player in the open field, such a good, uh, just instinctual player. He's, he's quick. He had, until uh, Nolan Smith just shattered it, the highest spark rate or the highest uh, Nike rating 
uh, in the country after the Tran- transparent truth rating huff it's called the transparent truth rating we're, we're adopting it because brian stump said we don't have a, a sponsor for it yet so we're, we're going to go ahead and take that title but keep going you're rolling transparent so had the, the number one transparent truth rating until nolan smith locked up the number one transparent truth rating but this will be a, a great opportunity to see just how good sinclair is and kind of on a national scale because he's done well in vegas he did well at the night camp but there's a whole different kind of group of guys who'll be going up against him across the country and he's a player that I'm really excited to see this weekend because I think you know both of us are really high on him and think you know his best football still ahead of him. So you mentioned Austin Jones is visiting Stanford. Does that mean he will not be at this tournament at El Camino this Saturday and Sunday, Huff? He's actually visiting him earlier this week. Uh, I think okay. he visited him on this last Saturday, and then he's visiting, uh, I think, Tuesday of this week for the second time in four days. But, no, I talked to him yesterday. In fact, he said he is very excited about this and that they are looking forward to kind of reversing what they did. They didn't have such a great turnout. Uh, showing a couple weeks ago so they're kind of looking to to do a little bit better this week and i think they're a little bit more at full strength although they are going to be down tied in bradley archer this week there's still plenty of talent on that squad and that's a team that he said you know nate kenyon maurice jones you always have that team pretty fired up and ready to play jones drew so gotta i gotta cut you off with a little recruiting question is, is stanford the team to beat for austin jones right now huh i think so i, I think that Crystal i was probably yeah, I, I would probably say I'm not going to crystal ball him just yet. Uh, I want to talk to him this weekend after the visit to Stanford. Uh, but I definitely think you know, two visits in a four or five day span. We obviously know, you know, with Ron Gould there and just his success as a running backs coach and the, the success he had at Cal with kind of running backs from all shapes and sizes, uh, whether they were the big power guys like a Marshawn Lynch, guys like Justin Forsett, Javid Best. I mean, Ron Gold was, you kind of mixed and match, and he turned those running backs into stellar Pac-12 players and longtime pros. And that's something that's really attractive to Austin Jones. And when I talked to him a couple weeks ago, he utilized the, uh, or he said Stanford's utilizing the idea of him coming in and being more like a Christian McCaffrey, that Connor Weddington type of back where it's not just going to be an every down ball carrier type, but they want to use him in space. They want to use him in the return game. They want to use him out of the backfield catching passes. And that really intrigues him. And he's a you know, 4.0 student. He's an honor student at O'Dowd, challenges himself academically, and is willing to take the classes necessary. But I, right now, I can say that he is easily Stanford's number one running back on their board. And definitely they are prioritizing him. And with these visits of late, I think he, it's safe to say he's prioritizing Stanford. Should I be committing right now if it was me? But, hey, uh, that's, that's another topic to, to be determined later. Hey, staying with the NorCal theme, another good friend of the program. We've got Coach T, Terrence. Big Terrence over at TMP Elite uh, out of Sacramento. Uh, again, saw them a little bit when they came down uh, for the, the uh, original regional Adidas tournament. And I think probably similar to uh, KT Prep. Didn't have about their best showing. Uh, what should we expect out of TMP this weekend? Yeah, you know, and I saw TNT actually play against KT Prep, the first seven-on-seven tournament of the Bay Area. It was the Avery Strong Elite 32, and TMP beat KT Prep in the championship game. And part of that was because of Cade McNamara, who at that time was committed to Notre Dame. He's now committed to Michigan at quarterback. Had a pretty good tournament and won that tournament. I think TNT's biggest problem has been just getting everybody to some of their events. And one of those guys has been Latu Latu, who's a four-star linebacker, but he also plays rugby. 
and he plays pretty competitive rugby, so he's had to miss a few tournaments. I know they're hoping to have him this weekend, but he would, I think, make a, a little bit of a difference because he's a pretty athletic guy who can cover uh, for a big linebacker, even though he may be a D-end at the next level or more of a hybrid guy. Uh, Isaiah Rutherford, who's a four-star corner, is another one of their top guys. Obviously, McNamara is there as well, A.D. Anderson, uh, Makai Polk, who I know you two have talked about extensively. I know, Keith, you love him. Yeah. Um, and he's been really good. Guys first saw from Oregon a couple weeks ago. Got some good length. Mikel Ely, who was the MVP uh, receiver for the Nike camp in, in the Bay Area. And then Giles Jackson, another electric guy who, for whatever reason, I can't figure out why his recruitment has not taken off because every event that guy's been to this year, whether it's a camp, a combine, a seven-on-seven tournament, he's shown out. He's another dynamic playmaker uh, for TMP. So uh, hopefully they've got the Kings ironed out a little bit and they have a, a good showing this weekend. But I have seen them win some tournaments this year, so I know that the ability to win is there. So Giles is dynamic on the tape, too, and he was dynamic against Darbon in the state game last year. So Giles, man, to use a theme, a, a word that we keep hearing players say all the time, that kind of bugs me, but and stop sleeping on this kid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that can absolutely go, for sure. Hey, Not underrated, under-recruited. Under, yes, absolutely. Um, DB Guru out of Fresno, obviously uh, uh, one of our favorites of all time, Tony Perry. Uh, that's his program, DB Guru. They're playing hard. They won a couple early on tournaments, playing inspired football because of the great Tony Perry. Uh, who, we, who are we looking for? Who are we watching closely from that squad, Huff? Ken Tompkins has been their quarterback, and you know, last year Coach Perry was telling us about how much he liked him. wasn't you know another one of those big guys, but just a guy who found a way to win a lot of seven on seven games. Well, he's a baseball player as well, so he's had they've had him in some turns because baseball conflicted, but. He's supposed to be playing with them this weekend. Uh, Jalen McMillan, I know, has also played a little bit with them. Uh, the big 2020 receiver. Uh, Leonard Glass, another kid that I like a lot out of the Fresno area on that squad as well. But, you know, TP, for all the great players that he had, it was always those years where he would have all that great talent and he never had a quarterback. Now they finally got a quarterback in Trent Tompkins who's won them some tournaments. And, you know, you can't ever count out those Central California kids because all these kids that come in, especially the kids outside of Southern California, come with a chip on their shoulder. Fresno kids do not have a chip on their shoulder. They've got whatever is bigger than a chip on their <laughs> a shoulder, like a, shoulder. a boulder. And they come in and they play like this means. You talked about Tracy Ford and his team playing like this is their Super Bowl. Fresno kids, whenever they get a chance to show against kids outside of Central, the Central Valley to kids in Southern California to Northern California, they come in with a vengeance. And I have no way of saying that there's not going to be that this weekend for them because they've always shown big stage, they're going to play their hardest. Let's bring it to SoCal. we got Premium that I don't think have lost a game. Forget a tournament. They haven't lost a game yet. That's their top team, which is Premium Gas. Uh, pretty loaded squad. They also have their Dime team, which is a 2020 squad. Uh, Proway, Ground Zero, Rare Breed, all those SoCal teams are really, really good. Uh, but start with the, the, the top premium team, uh, which is Gas. I'll tell you what, Huff, they got some dudes. Bryce Young playing quarterback has been very effective. They got a load of load of receivers. Defensively, they're, they're locking some guys up. Uh, maybe the team to beat going in just, just for the reason they haven't lost a game yet. Uh, how would you look at uh, who are you looking forward to seeing from premium Gas this weekend? Everybody, 
And they're all guys that we've seen. And what was funny is that so many of these guys on premium gas were on the young team last year. Uh, you know, the, the Spencer Lytle, the Kyle Ford, and those guys were hanging in a lot of tournaments against guys a year older than them. And they were doing really well on that camp circuit. And I remember, you know, when we were in Vegas last year, we were in L.A. watching them. You're like, man, how scary is this team going to be a year from now when these guys are a year older and they're going up against guys their age? Well, you've seen it this year. They won, like you said, every tournament. They won the West Regional. And they were down, what, three or four key guys for that regional. Well, no Kyle Ford, no Brew McCoy, no Micah Pittman that weekend, and yet they still won. And that's because they have so much talent. They have so much depth. So, you know, there, there's so many guys in this team. Gabriel Floyd just committed to Texas. We're going to go for it. Uh, obviously, Mikhail Wright, the top corner in Southern California. Tariq Lucky, Jordan Patterson, Braden Huffman-Dixon. What I'm looking forward to more than anything is the Twitter fingers for premium have been grandiose for these last couple weeks as it relates to boom football if you go to a certain player on premium and you look at their twitter bio i think their bio says owner of at boom football so <laughs> there's there's going to be some uh excitement if those two teams find a way to match up each against each other this weekend but there'll be a lot of talent on the field too so it's not like it's just going to be a twitter war there's actually talent on both sides that more than anything is what i'm looking for and hopefully we get to see that on sunday when those games mean something yeah, I'm curious all those receivers are going to are going to be there. Like you said, they kind of had, um, I don't want to say lucked out, but, you know, Josh Delgado was down here for spring break, so he kind of subbed in and was dominant two weeks ago when they didn't have Brew McCoy, no Kyle Ford, uh, no Micah Pittman. So, um, shoot, if they don't have those three guys and Josh Delgado was back in IMG, it might be tough. Uh, obviously, Tariq Luck has had a great offseason, so has Braden Huffman Dixon. But uh, we'll see if Bryce Young can continue his magic or premium uh, Proway has been fun to watch um, obviously you have the great quarterback 2020 DJ will be under the leg Joey Yellen those guys have been alternating uh, great secondary Chris Dill I believe will not be playing this weekend he's got a little bit of a, a little bit of a head sinus infection right now um, so I don't know if he's going to be out there but they still have Chris Adamora uh, they still have uh, they got dudes they still have some dudes Gary Bryant uh, Pro- Gary Bryant has been electric. He's been as good as any receiver I've seen. Oh, yeah. Huff, Proway, what do you know about those dudes? Yeah, I mean, you know, those are the guys that I think people are more familiar with because they're from Southern California, but then they got a couple Central California kids in their team. Cameron Williams, who we loved in L.A. at the Nike camp a couple weeks ago, uh, a versatile player. He's played quarterback, he plays corner, he can play safety, he can play a number of positions, a four-star athlete on 24-7 sports. Really liked what I saw from him uh, in L.A. a few weeks ago, I guess, in Costa Mesa. Um, but another guy that I don't think gets as much attention because he, he's in Central California, um, Jalen Johnson, kid. He was one of the three finalists for the Fastest Man Award at that same Nike camp. And big kid. I think he's what, 6'3", 6'4", and, and fast. And he can fly, but gets overshadowed, I think, by some of the other guys on the team, like Jonathan Perkins, like Chris Steele, like DJ, who are just more known names that have been on the circuit for a few years, playing at uh, some bigger schools. But I think Jalen Johnson's another receiver talent in his own right. And when you put his numbers that he recorded at the Nike camp, at the opening regional, and you get schools out to to Roosevelt this spring, I think you're going to see his recruitment just completely take off. And, you know, Proway made it to the finals last week, or I guess uh, last month, uh, against uh, Premium in the same West Regional Championship. Always strong. Last year, some of the, the best games that I saw in Vegas actually were with Proway, and a couple of guys that are no longer playing for Proway uh, were – 
kind of taken apart. There was the kid, the big kid from Florida that was at oh, Trinity Christian last year um, who ended up going to Ohio State, comes in with all this hype, and, and Derek Holmes was just dialing up plays. You know, he was the father of the number one cornerback in the country the year before, so he made it a point to dial up plays to pick on that that, that corner, and they're always <laughs> gritty. They, they've got some guys, and they took advantage of them. Uh, Khalil Shakur, who's a four-star, ended up going to Boise State, was one of those, but Pro Wave, they're a gritty team. They, they've got uh, kind of play with an edge to them as well, and I think that they're probably salty from losing that championship game a couple weeks ago, so I expect them to, to be a team that, that's going to you know do some damage this weekend at some point. Yeah, Jay Perk, our guy Jonathan Perkman, is one of the linebackers for that team. And, and shoot, on their younger team, they had Seven McGee, who's now at Narbonne, who was just killing everybody. I would love to see them bring him up to the big team and, and play this big because Seven McGee, that gives them a dynamic playmaker out wide that uh, and everybody needs a couple more of those guys. Hey, so ground zero, this is kind of a, I'm sure our guy Armand Hawkins wasn't thinking it was funny, but they were the number one seed and got bounced in round one of the playoffs in the Adidas Regional. Obviously loaded, uh, especially in that secondary. Jeremiah Cradell uh, is a special talent. Uh, Jane Daniels at quarterback. Michael Martinez at tight end. Just a few names throughout there. Sean Dollars, a dynamic running back. Uh, again, they got guys off ground zero. Did you watch them in Vegas? Uh, what can we expect out of ground zero this weekend? Yeah, I actually saw them quite a bit in, in Vegas. We saw the one game where even though they did find a little bit of a match uh, in a team from Pittsburgh that was – starring with Joey Porter Jr. on the team, they found a way to win that. And they were unbeaten on day one, went on Sunday, uh, had a pretty good run, but ran out of steam. You know, as Armand said, they just ran out of juice and they played Florida Fire, who was a little bit more fresh when it got to that point. Uh, Grand Zero had a couple tougher games early on in their bracket, so they just ran out of juice. But a lot of good talent on that team, like you mentioned, Cradell, Jaden Daniels, Sean Dollars, Michael Martinez. But there's some good young talent, too. Darian Green-Warren and L.D. Bunkley-Shelton are two guys in our top 247 that I know we both really like, plus Elias Rick, assuming he's going to play with him this weekend. A little bit of talent with Elias. He's a top 20 player nationally as well. Uh, so ground zero is a team that, it, regardless of if they win or lose, you know they're going to be the most entertaining team there, largely because there's no more person who's more fun to watch, more entertaining to watch during any event in the spring than Armand Hawkins. That hey, that is that is very true. Armand makes it fun, win or lose. Uh, he, he's worth the price of admission, especially when it's free. To get it. not, not every <laughs> tournament's free anymore, but when it's free, it's definitely fun to watch Armand. And I hope Elias and Darian Green Warren show up, man. Those are a, a couple of special guys. He's got USC offers this past weekend, so definitely makes it fun when, when they're around. I want to see them. They need, they need one more receiver. I like I said that after I watched them in that regional. They they have a. Uh, you know, some really good looking. They need just one more dude, I think, to kind of come up the top. So we will see. And then rare breed, Robert Bourne, a guy covered back in ice. We, we both covered Rob. Uh, you know, they're they're kind of a team that they kind of sneak up on you. And when you look at the roster, I'm not sure why, because they got dudes. You know, Brock White has just been a really efficient quarterback all weekend. Uh, they got a pair of running backs. You know, Tron Madison, uh, Kevin Davis out wide. You know, they've got some receivers. Tosh Davis can stretch the field. That's a good team. And, again, those guys play really hard. Uh, Rare Breed is, is a team that I always look forward to seeing. And again, they kind of stick up on teams. They don't get a lot of the notoriety. But, you know, Rob's got those guys playing really, really hard. Yeah, I believe they just won the passing down, uh, one of the best yeah. passing down West Regionals 
two weekends ago, and their MVP was, well, the co-MVP was Jamar Sampson, who going back to the fastest man competition in Southern California, he was the fastest man that day. I think he had the second fastest time 40, but then when they did the race between him, Colby Bowman, and Jalen Johnson, Jamar Sampson won it that day. And a guy that I'm really hoping his recruitment takes off because, again, not the biggest kid, but he's so electric, so dynamic, can be used in so many ways, and the perfect kind of weapon to have in seven on seven, Brock White had a great tournament two weeks ago. Like you mentioned, Terry Madison, another guy, both the Davises, Cameron and Taj Davis. So a lot of real good talent on that team. And like you said, they do speak up on people and they've got some guys on that team that can really do stuff on the seven on seven field. And that's why they won passing down two weeks ago and they're qualified for best of the West, but a team that you definitely can't count out because there are some guys at key positions there that can make some cause some problems for the defense. Yeah, Jerron Manley, another guy locked down, cover 6'2". I love those long, 6'2", long athletic corners. That's, uh, that's definitely Jerron Manley. Uh, hey, let's, let's leave California for a second. You kind of mentioned Midwest boom and, and premium. Uh, speaking of premium, I don't think we even mentioned our, our guy Max Williams. Speaking of lockdown corners, Max has been terrific. Oh, yeah. But Mid- Mid- Midwest boom, Huff, uh, again, uh, just a, a, a factory. Right, these guys compete and and they win everything in the Midwest. They come out, yeah, to Vegas and always compete. And they're coming out west this weekend. Um, who are some of their headliners? Isaiah Williams, who I believe committed to Illinois, top one hundred guy on their squad. Bryce Childress. Um, you know, they've got just a lot of talent from that Illinois area. Uh, Cameron Mitchell and Griffin Moore both committed to Big Ten schools in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they're staying in state. One's going to Northwestern. One's going to Illinois. Uh, speaking of teams that, that come in fired up and with a lot of energy, remember the first time we got to see them in person was in Vegas a couple of years ago, and they were actually playing TMP Elite when yeah, TMP Najee. had this, yeah, this little running back named Najee Harris on their team. And <laughs> boy, they, they did everything they could to shut down Najee. Uh, the problem is, is that Najee kept getting behind their secondary. The other problem was that the quarterback for TMP could never get the ball to Najee, uh, but it wasn't necessarily because they shut down Najee. Najee was still the most spectacular player on that field, but Boom was fired up and they ended up winning that game pretty handily with a lot of guys that, you know, maybe weren't household names to West Coast people, but to Big Ten country they are. Well, now they continue to be better. They are one of the more successful 7-on-7 teams in the country, and they've got a lot of Big Ten guys, but a lot of guys that are getting that national attention as they head out West. And, and again, you know, there, there's been some nice little Twitter conversations going on between them and some members of Premium, so that alone will be worth it if Armand Hawkins doesn't get you in the or is the only thing that gets you in the door, Midwest Boom and Premium may keep you inside the gate. <laughs> Man, I, I remember every year there's always that one team where I walk away going, holy cow, these guys get the award for most obnoxious team or, or fan base. Dude, they were talking so much trash about Najee being overrated because he was playing receiver and it was only beating their corners by 10 yards, but the quarterback was only throwing at five yards. It was the it was insane to me. And, you know, Najee didn't say a word to anybody. Nope. I just kept walking away going, these guys are really talking trash to Najee Harris, who's playing a receiver, and, and he's getting beat. And they're, he's getting, they're getting beat by him, but because he's not catching the ball, one of the reasons why I don't always love seven-on-seven seven play, uh, I digress. Hey, a whole squad of Florida teams are coming out this weekend. Uh, obviously, the one that everyone knows about is South Florida Express. There's also Pro Impact, Team Tampa, Miami Elite. But obviously, again, South Florida Express, that's kind of like the, uh, the, the headliner uh, for out of Florida every single year. Really well-known national-type program. But who are some of the Florida guys that we should be watching, Huff? 
Well, some of the main names for South Florida Express, these guys have all been invited to the Under Armour All-American game already. You got Jaden Davis, you got John Dunmore, you got the Corey Couch, and you got Jordan Battle. I mean, four of the premier players in the country, not just in the state of Florida, uh, but in the country. You know, St. Thomas Aquinas, a couple of those guys are St. Thomas Aquinas DB, so we know that St. Thomas Aquinas is loaded year in and year out. So those are some of the names to, to know, and those are the kind of guys that really sparkle on the 7-on-7 circuit. In fact, you know, I know that the 7-on-7 has its detractors, but I I could say that one of the most memorable 7-on-7 games kind of in the history of 7-on-7 football was South Florida Express playing against Team 1925 in the National Championship, the Pylon National Championship in 2010, when DeAnthony Thomas almost single-handedly won that game for 1925, but Software Express had this uh, quarterback named Teddy Bridgewater and this young receiver named Amari Cooper on their team. A lot Eli Rogers as well on that team. Michael Thomas, who's now an NFL All-Pro on that team. So Software Express is kind of that. Uh, you guys talked to Ron Allen last week. Yeah, BTG had 1925, but Software Express is kind of that first really big national seven-on-seven on team that kind of took the whole nation by storm and made you realize, hey, seven-on-seven is growing. They would have teams that guys that got cut from South Florida Express would try out for other teams, and those teams were just as talented. That's how loaded South Florida Express is, and this year's no different with four Under Armour All-Americans already on that roster. So that, that's why you're an OG, huh? Dropping the Teddy Bridgewater, that, that's just amazing. That, that's why you are the, the true GOAT. And uh, I, I'm just living in your world. Hey, fast Houston out of Texas. Obviously, uh, a loaded squad. Houston, very, very talented. Um, they are not just coming, repping Houston. They're repping Whataburger because of our guy, Chris Hill, <laughs> who's been hyping that all, all offseason. I've been trying to tell Chris, Chris, it's, about, it's all about In-N-Out Burger, but, you know, Chris isn't having that. Um, but fast Houston, and also, uh, last one for you, because I know you got to go. But uh, KB3 Elite with a, a pretty special quarterback. So uh, if you can, Huff, Fast Houston, KB3 Elite, who are some dudes from those two squads? Yeah, so Fast Houston has Jordan Whittington, who's a five-star prospect uh, from the Houston area, just a, a elite player. He's at Aquero. Um, he's, I think, the number four player in the country in the 2019 class, committed to Texas earlier in March. Uh, he's obviously their big name. They've also got Dwight McGlossern, Oregon commit, Marquise Caldwell, uh, who's a 2020 prospect in the secondary. Uh, they've got Tomazia Bright, and, or Tomazia Brown, and then Quinn Bright. So, Fast Houston, they definitely lost some guys. I remember we got to see them in Vegas last year and had a lot of talent that ended up going on to college, but they had some young talent. Those guys are back this year. So they, they still have some good depth that they had a year ago. Uh, maybe don't have the elite top-end talent like they did a year ago, but they still got some guys. KB3, though, is loaded. They've got, like you mentioned, Grant Gannell, who was a, just a record-setting, you know, each and every week, setting records of former Texas A&M commit. Uh, he's the top Texas quarterback, or top quarterback in the state of Texas. He'll be playing quarterback. You got Jalen Curry. You got Demos, uh, and then Austin Stogner. Now, here's the key for them. There's talk that Trey Sanders and Noah Kane could be joining them this week for the Adidas tournament. I talked to Greg Powers uh, earlier in the week and asked him what he heard. From what he had heard, that both those guys are planning to play this week, but it's still not certain. Well, why is that important? Because Trey Sanders is the number one running back in the country in the 24-7 sports composite. Noah Kane is the number two running back in the country by the 24-7 sports composite. Trey Sanders is the top player, uh, you know, the, the top running back, period, uh, and a top 
six, seven player nationally. Both those guys are at IMG, so that's the kicker. If they can get away from IMG for the weekend and come west, they will be there. If not, obviously that's going to hurt KB3. If it does, if they're both there, well, even though they're running backs and they're good running backs, good running backs can make a difference in seven on seven, especially when they're two elite guys like Sanders and Kane. So you add those two guys with, to the mix with Gunnell, uh, plus the defensive backs they got, Marquez Beeson, Marcus Banks. Those are that's a team that you certainly have to keep your eye on because they've got talent at just about every position, including and most importantly, I think, at a, in a tournament like this, at that quarterback spot. Wow, huh? That is some major knowledge right there, man. And if they match up with Ground Zero, who's got Darian Green Ward and Jeremiah Cradell, Lions Ricks, or with Premium, who's got Bryce Young, that'll be a little modern-day IMG preview, which we actually had on the Wednesday show this, this week, huh? Um, oh, yeah. So KB3, dude, Trey Sanders, Keith and I have talked about this. He could go to a college program right now and fit in. This guy is beyond special. So that would be something else if he is there uh, making his appearance out west. Huff, no question. That was that was unbelievable. Give me a winner. Who's going to make it to the final, and who is your pick to win this whole entire event? I'm going to take the easy road. I'm going to do the Greg Biggins. And, hey, until somebody beats All-America Pride, you, you have to keep the champs, number one, right? Hey, that's what I say. Oh, yeah. The great okay. player. What did the great Ric Flair say? So that said, I am going to probably pick somebody besides All-America Pride. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm a West Coast guy. I'll admit it. So... I'll pick premium to win it just because they're West Coast teams. So all of the national listeners, my email address is uh, gregbiggins at scout.com. If you want to send me any nasty emails. Uh, and my Twitter is at Transparent Truth. Uh, but, hey, I wouldn't be representing the West Coast if I didn't take a West Coast team to win. So, you know, the team that won it, in, I'll go All-American Pride or premium because one is the defending champs and the other is the most recent regional champs. How about that? I like it, man. To be the, the the great Ric Flair, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So All American Pride is coming in as the betting champs, but uh, we'll, I want to see the roster. I mean, I, I kind of lean toward Premium Gas, but I want to see is Brew McCoy playing? Is Kyle Ford playing? Is Micah Pittman playing? I need I need to, I need some answers. I need to know this kind of stuff before I go out on a limb. But Huff, we will see you out this week. I know you're going to be. Are you, are you still making a, a little pit stop in Vegas? Are you going to be out out uh, in SoCal the whole entire weekend? I will be in Vegas on Friday and Saturday, and then I will be in Southern California for Championship Sunday. So Keith will see you in Vegas Friday and Saturday. I will see you Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a good time, Huff. I appreciate you joining us as always. Keith? Yep. You're going to see Huff pretty soon. Get, get those food recommendations ready. <laughs> get it. I know Huff. He's got a uh, Rolodex full, so I ain't worried about that. appreciate you, B-Huff, coming on, giving us the latest and greatest. You got Adidas 7 on 7, no doubt. Brandon Huffman, National Recruiting Analyst, 247 Sports. All right, we appreciate B. Huff for coming on, sharing all the knowledge, the wealth of knowledge, GB, about the teams from the beautiful highlands of Hawaii all the way to Florida, the South Florida Express, Team Tampa, Texas teams, Fast Houston, going to Arizona, of course here in Southern California, Northern California, Got a lot going on with the Adidas 707 GB. It's a two-day event, man. This is a, this is a huge one. So it's it's too big to just have it for just a you know one-day deal. So it's a Saturday and a Sunday thing, and I'm very very curious. First off, I want to see who actually shows up, and then curious who wins this thing, man. It's gonna be bragging rights for somebody. 
Yeah, no, there's no question about it, GB. And uh, it should be fun, should be entertaining, should be very, very competitive. I just hope that we get clean play. We don't get guys clutching and grabbing, cheap shotting guys, and just guys playing good, hard, sound, fundamental football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's football. It's going to be competitive. Uh, but, yeah, like, like you said, man, just play the game, kind of dial down the, the, the jaw jacking. Let's not try to have DBs show what they can do by throwing somebody on the ground and standing over them. That doesn't, that doesn't show anybody anything. Uh, I want to see you cover. You know, let's, let's just play the game and I'm sure there'll be at least one brawl because there always is, but hopefully not. Hopefully I'm wrong about that, but we get so many teams that are so competitive. Man, you get kids that are get a little out of hand. So uh, hopefully it's, it's a good, good, clean tournament. I think it will be. I'm hoping it will be. And uh, man, I, I'll be there, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it should be fun. And speaking about playing clean and, and playing with great fundamentals and great athletes, we got to remind people about the winter circle. All right, listen, everybody. And I'm talking to you parents and you student athletes. This is the offseason. This is your time to get better and improve. Come the fall, that's your chance to showcase yourself in front of big time scouts like me and recruiters across the nation. Now, there are a lot of guys out there that claim to be trainers. They grab a whistle, grab a couple cones, but it's just not that successful. What I'm talking about is going big time. Invest yourself into something special. Call my guy, Jordan Campbell, at Winter Circle Athletics. It's a facility in Corona, California with world class state-of-the-art technology and equipment that creates world-class athletes. They understand human performance, health and wellness, and they customize programs to meet your athletic goals. They train specific for your sport and position. The Winter Circle has 50-plus Division I athletes over the last three years. They've added to a 50,000-plus square foot facility, and they also have a prep academy for 8th graders to 6th graders that concentrates on athletic development, social development, and academic development in their newly renovated facility. The Winter Circle Athletics. You can contact them at wintercircleathletics.com. All right, and we're back. So uh, we appreciate B Huff for coming on. GB, thanks for always being my wingman. Uh, this is how we do it each and every Friday on Five Star Friday. Follow the show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there at Greg Bangers, at Coach Keith underscore MP on Twitter. Without further ado, let's bring his baby to a close. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.